Welcome, everybody. It is January the 18th, 2021. Guess what? It's the 18th day of the month of January in the year 2021. We're coming at you today, this evening, this afternoon from the ATL, from Hotlanta, which isn't so hot in January, but in Atlanta, Georgia, it is Manchester is burning. Welcome y'all to a Monday MLK Junior Day here. We have put another flag in the ground today. Another flag in the red Georgia clay. You've seen a lot of that if you live here in Georgia and you know, probably some of you probably wish you were here and some of you probably wish you weren't, but that's another story for another day. But today we will begin our weekly feature on the Manchester City women's team. And today we have Emma with the Manchester City Women's Fan Cast podcast in Manchester, UK, here to break down yesterday's match, uh, instant, not so instant reaction, since we are <laughs> post 24 hours from that match. But, you know, give it some time to think about uh, what happened. And Emma, I, I watched the match myself. It was at seven o'clock in the morning or 7.30 in the morning. I had trouble finding a, uh, a streaming feed, but thank you to uh, atafootball.com for that, for um, leading me in the right direction. Uh, that is a shameless free plug for them, uh, but it was great. Uh, and I was able to watch the match. Uh, and I have my impressions of, of what happened uh, from a from a uh, subjective and objective standpoint. But Emma, you tell me, what were your initial reactions, impressions to that seven nil demolition thrashing by City over the Villa? I was very happy. <laughs> um, it was a very good result for City. I think heading into the match. Given, you know, we looked a bit of a depleted squad. Uh, if you were to look at the bench, you'd obviously see that we'd got four academy players on our bench, which suggests that obviously we were still sort of dealing with some internal issues that we'd affected the squad uh, over the last couple of the weeks with COVID uh, and self-isolation. So, yeah, there was a, a lot of mitigating factors that obviously carried through to this game, but it was really good for, for City to go out and get a, a really confident result, a 7-0 win, like you say. Um, it was great to see a good spray of goals throughout the team as well. Uh, lots of players contributing to the scoreline. So, yeah, really pleased with the performance, really pleased with the result. So you mentioned that there, there were, I did notice that there were some academy folks. Did those academy folks actually start the match or, or I know, I think a couple actually were subbed in later. Yeah, yeah so um, none of the academy players did start the game. There were four academy players that had been called up to the senior team. Um, and like I said, two of them um, featured off the bench in the second half, uh, Millie Davis and Alicia Window. And in terms of the starter, the starting lineup, uh, was it a, a, a typical lineup? You had there were folks missing. Um, you know who was who was missing, and who replaced them in the in the starting lineup that we would normally see if things were ideal. Yeah, I mean, I think you could say that you know Sam Mewis has obviously been a regular starter. Mm -hmm. Kira Walsh. Um, wasn't available. Ellie Roebuck, our goalkeeper, she's played most of the majority of the games this season in goal uh, and obviously not available. 
But the starting 11 that we put out was uh, a pretty squad, uh, pretty strong squad. So, um, yeah, I was pretty looking at the, the starting 11, I was really confident that we could have gone out and got the win. I always talk about how even when a squad plays against a inferior opponent and, and to be honest, to the objective eye, objective eye and the subjective eye, Aston Villa was, a, was an inferior opponent when you looked at, you know, everyone just lined up and how it played out. And it was pretty noticeable fairly fast. But even with that, I talk a lot about mentality and the, and the mentality of being able to go ahead and score first, go ahead and get out in front of them, uh, whoever the opponent is, but particularly the inferior one, because the mentality of that inferior squad has a tendency to go down when you get at them first. And that's what it seemed like to me, where once, I mean, Hemp scores in the second minute yeah. and already it's 1-0. Was this a case of City being that good or Villa just eventually just relenting and mentally just, you know, checking out? Or was it a combination of both? What, was your, what were your thoughts on that? Um, first half performance, obviously, City went on to score six goals in that first half. Um, it was a very dominating control performance from City. But I see, I think in the second half, Villa came out and, and were improved, uh, an improved side. You know, they, they had a bit of a better block and, you know, they were able to, you know, we created a lot of opportunities. And I think in the second half, uh, Villa sort of... Um, you know, ruled our chances basically, and we didn't make the most of the opportunities that we had. I think, to be fair to them, it's credit to them for coming out in the second half and, mm -hmm. and still fighting because I think it could have easily been like ten nil. And and I think, you know, that's that's really hard. And I think for City, um, it was still a professional performance. You know, and like you said, we come out, we got the early goal, um, and. I think that sort of just opened up the game a little bit for us. Um, Villa sort of let their heads go a little bit. But again, you know, they got into into the break and I think, you know, don't know what the manager said, but it was definitely a better half from them. It looked like in the second half, they made a slight tactical shift, uh, Villa did, uh, where I think they put in a, a holding midfielder you know, to try to, you know, shore up the defence a little bit um in order to kind of stop the the try to stop the the onslaught um but it was pretty i i it, i would agree completely that to me it was a surgical professional precise a lot in the first half more so than the second half uh, performance uh in which a lot of city's skill and abilities were on display um, and they really certainly obviously converted their chances. I mean, you don't score six goals in 45 minutes without converting most all of them. Um, per fbref.com, the XG for City in that match overall was 3.0. You score six goals with an XG of three, of three, that's pretty surgical and clinical in its in uh, offensively efficiently. Is that what you saw? Is that you saw that in the first half? But in the second half, you said you thought it kind of kind of died out a little bit. Yeah, but I, I think as well, you know, in the second half, we made a lot of 
cool changes ourselves you know we've right, seen right. like Lauren Hemp you know she went into a sort of fullback role and you know so there were a lot of changes um that we saw because you know we have to think about obviously Wednesday which is a really big match for City you know against Chelsea are we going to be heading into that match again looking at a bit of a depleted squad so mm-hmm, for us it right. was important that we had to sort of take you know players off early and, and get um you know, those utilize the players that we had available to us so we could rest some players as well. Any standout performances on the city squad that, that, that stand out above others um, on the squad in this match? So um, for me, um, I think Lucy Bronze had a really good game. Um, I think a lot of people have probably been asking a little bit more of Lucy, uh, mm-hmm. but I think she's shown in some of the passes that she made, the involvement and in some of the play, how fantastic and precise she is mm-hmm. in terms of her gameplay. I mean, I thought she was sensational. Um, it was great to see Esme Morgan drop into that centre-back uh, pairing with uh, Steph Horton. I thought she had a really good game as well. Again, she was well involved with some of the play uh, that's obviously led to some of the goals too. And uh, Jill Scott, you know, Jill Scott hasn't had all that many minutes for City this season, mm-hmm. but she's just come on and, and shown, you know, how important and key she is to this team. You know, she's the type of player that you can call upon and you know that you're going to get 100% out of Jill Scott. And uh, that uh, that bronze assist on the second goal uh, was, you know, that if you wanted to, yes. you know, basically <laughs> take a picture and say, this is how you get a long ball assist for a goal. This is was incredibly precise. I mean, there was no, I don't think anyone would have stopped that. You know, no, it was just so it, well put in into the box and, and so forth. I mean, it, it's like, I don't think anyone would have been able to stop that. It was that good. No, and this this is it from like Lucy Bonds. This is the kind of sort of standard that we expect. And and obviously Mm -hmm. to see her um, at her best, you Mm -hmm. know, that we all know she can do is is just fantastic. And I feel like we've been waiting maybe a little bit longer for it, for her to obviously settle back into the City squad. But again, it just shows that, that, you know she's the best for the for that very reason she can produce that kind of quality and it's just a pleasure to watch y'all this is a hard question to ask uh when you ask about a team that's one seven nil uh anyone didn't have a good game or had a disappointing Um, game anyone Um, I think it's it's always hard, you know, like you said, you, you've, you've won 7 nil. It's hard to sort of critique a squad when they've played so well. And, and for me, it was a, a very uh, team performance. You know, it, we've seen that in obviously the goals uh, through the play that, you know, led to the goals as well. But I think Steph didn't look to have... Uh, a fantastic game to be honest and and a lot of people know me I'm a big fan of Steph Horton so it takes a lot for me to to come out and say that but I think there were a couple of um, errors on uh, Steph's part that could have led to a goal I think there was one pretty early on for Villa when they were on the counter Uh, well not on the counter sorry Steph uh, was playing out from the back and it was an intercepted way would pass that was intercepted and, and it could have gone on to, to um, Hansen scoring a goal, but it just went wide. So thankfully we were safe. 
Right, right. Yeah, that was the only, that was the only, I guess, constructive criticism takeaway I had, uh, you know, overall was, I think, I think Steph had, I, I the one that, the one, um, I guess, almost error that led to a goal situation. And I think there was another one where, where uh, she just wasn't at the right place at the right time situation. Yeah. Uh, that was the only thing. And I, I was really surprised because, I mean, not only yourself are a fan of hers, but there are a lot of fan, fans of hers. Uh, that, yeah. that she's, um, um, you know, typically a very strong player uh, and so forth. So I was, I was a bit surprised um, by that. Um, but again, overall, um, you know, um, overall clinically performance and looking at the uh, defensively I, and I, and, and if, if anyone has heard me, y'all, I say this, y'all in, in the ATL and the US, wherever you are listening to this, watching this, um, I say this, you will never lose if you never give up a goal. Point is y'all is just don't make any defensive errors, be strong on a defense, be balanced, be effective, do what you need to do, don't get crazy. And you try to get that clean sheet. City got a clean sheet uh, despite a few mistakes and, and a couple letdowns, but, but the XG for the Villa uh, for the match overall was 0 0.3, which basically suggests they didn't get any, they barely got a sniff. What do you think of the defense? Um, it wasn't great, was it? <laughs> I mean, um, they've got a, a really experienced defender in Anita Sante, and, mm -hmm. and she didn't have a very good game at all. In fact, I'm still waiting to really see um, really her make an impact in the Villa squad. It just seems that they're just not really connecting at the moment for whatever mm -hmm for whatever reason, uh, communication errors, um, you know, capitalizing on mistakes. Uh, and, you know, City were able to do that, you know, and I think that have been obviously really disappointed um, with the, the full-time result because I think ultimately a lot of City goals uh, could have been prevented. And, and what do you think, of, what did you think of, of City's defense in stopping Villa's attack? Um, I thought we were pretty pretty sound, to be honest. They didn't cause us that much of a threat, to be honest. I mean, Cameron Barsley have a very quiet game. I think she mm -hmm. barely handled the ball, you know. So I think that, again, just shows, you know, how uh, tight and well-organised we are, really. Uh, apart from those, you know, couple of errors, really, at the back, I, I think we were pretty sound um, for pretty much the full game. Um and I think that against Villa, that's as to be expected. The only thing I was concerned about was maybe at halftime with the obviously the introduction of uh, Iribucci. I thought, mm -hmm. wow, you know, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> she's right, going right. to, you know, she's going to light up this game. But again, that didn't really. Um, she didn't really cause us any issues or or any real potential threat. So, right. yeah. I, I was just happy with the result at, at the end of the day, and um, it's a good three points to to kick off our you know rest of the season campaign really for twenty twenty one. So, last question about this match, and then we'll move on to uh, the next match, which I think is in which is another situation where some questions 
are going to be answered uh, with Chelsea coming up. But uh, how were the the academy folks going? How did they do in your, in your estimation? I think it's been great. I think they've been training with the team for the for the last week. Um, obviously, they've been introduced to the to the bubble and they've been training with the the first team, which is an incredible you know opportunity for those players. You know, they are really mm -hmm. young. So they're going to get, you know, even if they don't play minutes necessarily, they're going to get so much, um, you know, experience and, and and learn so much within uh, that senior team. Um, you know, it's always great to see academy players, dev players, you know, involved. Um, and, you know, we've obviously had to call upon them and, you know, they they were great. You know, the, the, the minutes that they played, it's always good to have a look at, you know, prospects for the future uh, and potential that we've got within the ranks so yeah it's it's great I mean City if City can be praised for doing anything really well is you know taking care of their academy players and mm -hmm. and growing them and and sort of introducing them to you know first team football you know we've seen it with Ellie Roebuck Georgia Stanway was really young uh, Jess mm -hmm. Park is another player that's um you know, playing within that first team now and, and you know, contributing. She's had some really good games for us this season as well. Esme Morgan, another player. So, yeah, we really like to see the, the academy players come through the team and to obviously see four new players introduced to that senior squad is is really good looking ahead to the future. All right. That's, that's awesome. I, and, and I think... Obviously, it is obvious to say that City has a system in place from the top down of, you know, basically a philosophy, a system, and it goes, it trickles all the way from the top down in terms of, of uh, all the way from the, the top flight teams all the way to the academies, uh, regardless if it's the women's team or the men's team, it's the same sort of philosophy all the way through. And it's a winning philosophy. It's a philosophy that's worked uh, very well. So I'm a believer of don't you know, don't tinker with stuff that works, um, you know, too much, you know, you can always improve, but don't tinker too much with it uh, and so forth. Did you get a chance though, moving on to the next match, did you get a chance to watch United against Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I did, to be honest, and I, I've got to say um, just on that, you know, City obviously won 7-0, but the difference in the game and the style and the, the pace and the tempo and the just, you know, two teams really going at it that look like either team can go on and win it. You right, know, right. I think that's the difference. You know, there's such a huge gap between, you know, those top teams and the, and the sort of those teams sort of like at the bottom of the table. So I just think, you know, the, the contrasting games was just, you know, something completely different. Um, you know, the Chelsea United game was a, a great watch for a neutral fan. You know, you never really knew um, who would go on and mm -hmm. win it. You know, it was a, a really good game of football. And I think it just shows as well just how uh, far United have really come in terms of their uh, progression. Um, you know, they're probably... Um, been one of the, the best sides in the league this season. I think obviously the, the table reflects that as well. They've played some really good football and um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in, in so 
I, 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 would, I have put it on record that I believe that Chelsea is the most complete team right now. Yep. In terms in the league, I think they have all the pieces in place. I don't think they had a great match. Um, I think United did. Um, I think United's questions were, can we compete with the top? Can we win? Uh, you know, where are we mentally uh, in terms of, are we at a point where we, we can o overcome some adversity to, to, to be able to, to lift trophies and be at a position to do that? Um, and some of those questions were answered and that left some additional questions for them to be, uh, to be asked as far as what next for them coming up. But for City, I think it's another set of questions, don't you think, in terms of now, Chelsea's now on top of the table by point differential. Um, am I right about that? Yeah, I'm right about that. Okay. <laughs> look, well, I think it's goal difference, isn't it? Yeah, it's goal, it's goal differential, uh, you, know, you know, like plus 24 versus plus 17. Um, you know, City's sitting at fourth, but both Chelsea and City have games in hand. Um, is this a, a, a game where there are some questions that are going to be answered in terms of what, what, how, what City's trajectory for the rest of the season goes in this matchup? Against Chelsea? Yes, yes. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I have a tendency um, to confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so I think, you know, Chelsea and uh, City have met a few times, well, a couple of times already mm -hmm. this season. Uh, and I think what we what we know is is that whenever we do face each other, it's a very closely well thought game, uh, and and in for all in one at that, you know, it's it's one of those games that's a, a standout on the league um, mm -hmm. calendar. And I think again, you know, with it being a cup match, um, obviously for either team to progress now to the semi-final. I think there's a lot more on this. Um, they are two teams that, you know, domestically like their trophies. <laughs> so right, I don't right. think uh, I don't think it's going to be a, a game um, that's going to be so, certainly dull for the, for the neutral fan. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, to be honest. I think we're a bit of a different side now to what we were when we faced Chelsea earlier in the season, I think we're a lot more cohesive. We're a lot mm -hmm. more together. Um, but obviously heading into this one, it's going to be really difficult in terms of, you know, predicting, you know, what kind of uh, team are we going to put out to face Chelsea? Um, you know, Chelsea have got their full, pretty much their full squad available to them. And we know that Chelsea squad is something special, you know, they've got, a lot of quality players within their big names as well so yeah it's it's not one that we're gonna sort of um take lightly but we know if we if mm -hmm. we want to go on and win it we've got to be on top of our game so it sounds like what you're saying is that um city is in a better place now than they were from previous meetings this season um yeah because i think um the difference is obviously the players that have made the difference are the, right. the, the likes of Sam Mewis, you know, mm -hmm. are unfortunately going to be available to us on, on Wednesday night. But I just think um, there's a lot more confidence within the squad. We've picked up a bit more momentum. Uh, I think it would have done uh, confidence well to the players that contributed the goals at the weekend um, against Villa. 
you know, uh, something that we struggled with this season in particular is, um, you know, we can be really creative, but the finishing hasn't quite been there. So I think having a, a good spray of goals will really help the team. Um, but momentum is really, really important. And I think, you know, we had a really good December. I think if we obviously can carry that onto the new year as well, it certainly will spur us on. Uh, and I believe we can go out and get a result against Chelsea. I think I think City can too. Uh, in terms of, because I, interestingly enough, I mean, looking at the advanced statistics for both Manchester City and Chelsea, actually Manchester City overall has done a better job at converting goal opportunities than Chelsea has this year. Uh, and so, I mean, I think there's a, there's certainly a chance there. Um, and City's defense has been particularly solid. Um, despite some of the, the difficulties in, in, in goal conversions and things like that. I mean, it obviously is a solid match, uh, is, is solid. You know, uh, I mean, if it's, it's you circle that thing on the calendar and be like, yeah, for anybody, neutral fan of either side or otherwise, that's a, that's a, that, that is uh, uh, definitely a match to watch, um, you know, coming up on Wednesday. So last question, Emma. Now, yeah. I gotta be fair. I gotta be fair. For a prediction. <laughs> okay. I gotta be fair because I gave Adam Bateman, the contributor for, for United Women, the first time we, the first cast we did, I, I said, okay, Adam, I want you, and I'm giving you the opportunity, Emma, I want you to sell to the neutral in the US and wherever anyone's gonna be listening and watching this thing. I'm giving you the opportunity to sell to the neutral on why they should watch and support the Manchester City women's team. Oh, you could have let me like prepare or something. <laughs> no. you know what I mean, I'm no, I am absolutely rubbish at doing stuff like this, honestly. Um, oh, you're doing listen, a great job. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, doing a, you're doing a great um, job. You know we've we're you know we've one of the biggest uh, teams in Manchester, the biggest team in Manchester. Manchester United, they're like in Lee, <laughs> which is like not even in town. So, no, look, listen, um, Manchester City domestically, you know we've got a lot of trophies to to back up our career. You know since we've been introduced to the to the Women's League, um, you know we've got players that have um given the club longevity uh we've got big names in 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 the likes of lucy bronze sam mewis rose lavelle and and obviously abby uh dal kempo coming into the squad as well which is really exciting uh really looking to, forward to see how she beds in so i think in terms of the american interest um you know you'll be looking uh, to those three american players that are obviously coming into the squad that have come into the squad, sorry. Um, hope it would be great to see uh, Sam Mewis, Rose Lavelle um, activate that op optional one-year mm -hmm. extension. You know, we'd love to see um, more of them at the club. You know, we've been impressed by what we've seen so far uh, and that mentality, that will to win. Um, I, I do believe it's making a difference within the squad uh, because belief is something that I think is what we need right now. Uh, the league has become so much more competitive and there are some really good teams within the WSL. You know, you've got 
Arsenal, who are steeped in history, you know, United are coming through their worth and showing their uh, place within uh, the Women's Super League in particular. But City, they just do things differently. And, and I think that's what makes them so special and just a joy to watch. You know, everything they do... Um, they do with style, they do with class and they play some fantastic football, which is really enjoyable to watch. And if you haven't watched City play, I really, really recommend you watching them because I think if you were to pick a match like Chelsea, I think you'd be entertained. And I think that's all City really want to do is entertain right. the people that want to watch them. The one thing, and I'm going to, I'm going to, Emma, that was great. You, you sold it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I threw you, I threw you a, a massive curveball. I don't, I don't do softball questions usually, but I, I threw you a curveball and, and and you hit it out of the park, as they say here. Um, so that was beautifully done. You, you got, you, you got me sold. Um, to me, when I watch City, I, it, it's style of play. I mean, it, it's a style of play that you know is just entertaining, fun, successful. Um, it's to watch. I, I enjoy watching uh, the match. I mean, I really do, regardless of who they play. I, I really enjoy the style of play, uh, the tactical stuff. Um, the, the players are, are um, you know, many world-class players uh, on the squad and, and so forth. So, uh, and I think that, um, I think they do a really, you know, like you said, with class uh, and so forth, they, they are very professional. Uh, and uh, I think that's, you know, very well said, very well put uh, and so forth. So I totally agree with you on that. <laughs> totally agree. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so forth. So uh, thank you so much, Emma. I, I, I really do. I, I really do appreciate your time uh, here. I, I hope to uh, have you again coming up, um, coming up in the, at least after the next, uh, next round of games uh, coming up. Uh, hope you'll, you'll come back uh, and so forth to, to continue to contribute. Um, but it was, you've done, uh, thank you so much though. I mean, you really helped me uh, and helped my knowledge <laughs> and so Hi. forth uh, and, and everything else. So it's uh, well done. So y'all, as I said before, it is the 18th. I may have misstepped earlier, but it is the 18th of January, 2021. Manchester's Burning is closing out for today. The next episode, the next uh, podcast, video cast. Who knows what I'm going to do next? Yeah, you know what I'm going to do next. Y'all. Uh, I haven't done that reaction, match reaction about Liverpool and United. The series are a draw fest. Haven't done that one yet. That one's coming up. Uh, and then I got the special episode coming up on, looks like it's going to be Wednesday, uh, special on about mental health, uh, the issue of suicide and how it relates to football and how it is a personal uh, and professional thing for me, yours truly. Uh, very special episode coming up on January the 20th. So in closing, again, thank you, Emma, for being on. No worries. And y'all... It's been a rough ride in the UK, been a rough ride in the US. It's, it's getting a little weird in some places, I'm telling you. Uh, a lot of weird cosplay going on in DC from what I can see, but hopefully we get some of that behind us. Y'all, the light's there, look at it, acknowledge that it's there, let it become part of you. 
also, you got to acknowledge the darkness is there. You got to acknowledge it, but don't let it ever hug you. But if it does, if the darkness hold, hugs you in some way, you reach out, reach out to people who love you, care about you, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Manchester is Burning is out for today.